Let's go. Welcome to Refuse and Lose Sports. My name is Joe Jordan. Excited, excited to be here today. First time I'm back for like the last seven days. You know, my man Tomo and Dane held it down the last few days. You know, we had an awesome members only video yesterday that y'all missed if you didn't watch it. If you're not a member, you gotta be a member, man, because we're giving y'all some great stuff, man, on these members only. But yeah, so we gotta talk about, we gotta talk about, you know, Mac Jones and the Patriots. We gotta talk about the Vikings, Jettas being hurt. I mean, Debo is Debo and Micah. That's what we talking about right now. All right, we gotta talk about that. It's a lot to talk about today, but before we get started, I got my bros with me. They held it down. I got Davey Dollars and Mr. You Done Something So. Tomo, what's good, fellas? This is not a good week to have that nickname. This is not a good week. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say, man. I'm doing good, but it's not a good week to have that nickname. What's going on, Dave? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, it's... It's some things that's brewing for this for this network, man. That is, I'm so excited for everything that's going on. Man, it's it's been great. We are we are very close to hitting 1,000. I'm I'm ready, man. I'm ready to talk about these topics. Hey, Teddy, I'm glad you're here. We're here to talk about mac and cheese. So mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're here. Please tune in for the entire show. Mm. Um, but I'm excited. It is Tuesday. So you know what we do on Tuesdays. We do this every day, but especially on Tuesday. We turn up. Turn me up. Up, up, up. Let's get these topics ready. Joe, you go ahead and then hand it off to Tomo. Let's get it, man. So look, before we get started, make sure y'all like this video on three different platforms. We are live on Facebook. YouTube and Twitter. Well, sorry, X. All right. So we are live on all three platforms. Make sure y'all like the video on all three platforms. Share the video on all three platforms. And of course, make sure y'all subscribe and follow on all three platforms. If you haven't done so yet, like they said on YouTube, we're close to a thousand subscribers, which is a big goal of ours that we're, we're going to hit in the near future. But look, enjoy yourself doing the show. Use our comment section. We've seen people in the comments already. Got JMO in the comments. Shout out to JMO. He is right. I mean, we all, we all, I think we all black up there. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's right about the comment. All right. Uh, Carl, shout out to Carl in the comment section. Shout out to Teddy. Teddy, that's first topics for you, like Dave said. And look, last but not least, enjoy the rest of the show. Tomo, you go ahead, man. Take it off. I got you, Mr. Robotnik. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is it still like that? No, <laughs> it came through sooner, like right at the end, but you all good. Okay. Now, the funny thing about this is we got to talk about no mac and cheese or lobster mac or two burnt mac. It, it is elbow macaroni. I don't know what type of macaroni you want to talk about right now. <laughs> the macarena. It's just it's just ugly in New England right now. <laughs> Look, Dave turned up today. But at the end of the day, when you buy something, sometimes you got to get a warranty on it. Sometimes it's sold as is. And it's no return of the mac policy. We got to talk about it. It's no return. Now, this week, it's not going too well for Mac Jones. Last week didn't go too well. But we need to talk. Should, is it time to bench Mac Jones? And I'm going to stop. Joe, you good? Because we want to start with you. You're in that area. So you're like live, like boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. So you got to post on what's going on up there. Should they bench him? You know, with these headphones on, I feel like I'm a reporter out of Boston. <laughs> All right. So look, should they bench them? Hmm. I mean, if they want to, I guess, you know the result will be different. I mean, Bailey's obvious is not the answer. I, but, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's funny because, like I said, I'm in the Boston area, right? I met a guy. He said that Patriots fans are fiending for a backup quarterback. The next one is going to be Brady. Oh, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> the next backup quarterback is going to be Tom Brady. No, Bailey's obvious is not Tom Brady. Bailey's obvious is not the answer. But let me say this. I got a question. I got a question. I got a, some words to say to the Patriots, right? And the Patriots fans. A lot of Patriots fans, oh, I'm tired of Mac Jones. He sucked. He's trash. Did you watch him last year? First of all, last year, we all know that they had a defensive coordinator who made the Detroit Lions worse call their offensive plays. 
Let's start there. In his second year in the league, I think he had the second highest completion percentage as a rookie behind your boy Nat Prescott. Shout out to that. Okay. See, that's some praise I'm giving your boy, right? Also, they brought in Joe Judge to be the quarterback coach. We're talking about the same guy who had Daniel Jones running the quarterback sneak on fourth and eight. I mean, what is that? I mean, he's a special teams coach at the end of the day. And y'all are upset because he had a bad season. When, I, when the Cardinals played the Patriots, the Cardinals defensive coordinator said, well, they run an offense like a defensive coordinator. Everything is short. Everything is run. <laughs> I mean, can't matter last year. And then this year, listen, y'all. Stop comparing them to Brady. Stop comparing Mac Jones to Brady. When Brady came to the Patriots, they had an all-time great defense. Let's not forget that. Brady didn't walk into the Patriots being an MVP top caliber player. He had an all-time great defense. His job was do not mess it up and help us get this last field goal. Where Mac Jones, he's asked to do the lot, a lot more than Tom Brady. I'm not excusing Mac Jones, but Belichick, if you're not going to give Mac Jones a top-tier defense like you did Brady, can you at least get my man a receiver? <laughs> can you get on D-Hop when you had a chance? Can't your boy? I know y'all like him in New England, but he's a third string receiver in any other team for real. He goes to the Cowboys. He's behind Michael Gallup for real, probably. Or either on the second. He's not behind. He's not in front of the CD. He goes to the 49ers. Well, is he even on the roster? I'm just crazy. <laughs> At this point. He, he come to us. He ain't no second start, first string receiver. He probably four behind Curtis Samuel. So my whole thing is, can y'all at least get Mac Jones a receiver? If you don't get up. All time great. We got a good defense, yo. You know, you got a top 10. I'm talking about top two, top three defense. But no, you don't want to do that. And you don't want to get on receiver. So, benching Mac Jones is not going to solve the Patriots' problems. What will solve the Patriots' problems is get a receiver or get a better quarterback. Because the quarterbacks you have in your depth chart are not good enough to win with the team you have right now. So, Patriots fans, stop crying. At the end of the day, you have six Super Bowls. Every team goes through a slump. You're going through it right now. Just be patient. All right, Belichick is still a great coach. Might not even be a great GM, but he's still a great coach. All right, but Benjamin Mac Jones ain't the answer to these problems. Just get a better quarterback or get a receiver. I don't know who better, microphone, uh, microphone Dave or headphone Joe. <laughs> Y'all turned up, bro. <laughs> My man turned up over there. Dave, I'm gonna save you for last. I'm gonna go second on this one. Should they bench him? It's not that kid's fault, man. He out here just trying. Like, Joe, everything Joe said is the truth. One, the O-line ain't the same. Two, you're trying to compare him to a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Like, a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. I'm sorry, Patriots fans, that you know you went through a drought, and now you had a dynasty moment where you're like, oh, all we do is win, 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 no matter what. But the no matter what was Tom Brady going down to Tampa Bay and becoming a buck. Now the buck stops with him. We clearly see who was the better with the two. It's clearly not the GM that is Bill Belichick. Mm. Coaching-wise, yes. GM-wise, I think Jerry Jones is doing a better job than him right now. That's all I'm saying. Right now. Because you got to think, Belichick did get Randy Moss. He still got the Marivas. Like, he was able to plug in plug in pieces here and there. But what was the sole caliber on that offense? Tom Brady. It was Brady. So, benching him is not going to do nothing. I know I know Carl somewhere right now is on some Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. But that's just for all jokes. Mac Jones show flashes. He got this team to the playoffs his first first year or second year. If I'm wrong, tell me in the chats. But he had the caliber is there. Right now he's just going through a slump. And if you Mac Jones, just go somewhere, find a room, not a dark room, because it might get ugly. But just go somewhere, find yourself, and bounce back. Dave? No, he shouldn't be benched. Who, who else – what other quarterback on that team is going to help them get some wins right now? Mm, you have been zapped. That's cap. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going to be able to do nothing right now, man. This, this, this is not all on Mac Jones. Yes, he's not playing particularly well. But it's not about him. Look, the offensive line needs help. He needs receivers. Kendrick Bourne did play oh, – he did play – well for what he was what he what we needed him to do in San Francisco. But was he the number one? No. He wasn't. He was the number two, but he I mean honestly his title wise he should, he's really like a number three like Joe said. Um um well Jacoby Myers is gone. 
and he went to the team that he, you know, he he who he helped win last last year with the Raiders, and now he's actually playing pretty well for the Raiders right now. They don't have any weapons on that side. Um, they did go and get uh, well Hunter Henry and and um Mike Jacecki, but uh, is that really helping them out at this moment? No. Um, Ramondre Stevenson is still having an okay season, but their offensive line is not doing anything. That defense ain't doing nothing either. That defense that's supposed to be so good hasn't hasn't been doing anything. That's that's two straight games they've allowed thirty four points. Two straight games that they have allowed that, and this is supposed to be a Bill Belichick defense. This something something got to give. I'm not saying that Bill Belichick needs to be fired, but he needs to that GM duties need to be given to somebody else because clearly he don't know what he's doing as a GM. Though all those years where that where it helped him out with Tom Brady is because he had Tom Brady at, at quarterback. Now he had other players like Vince Wilford, Richard Seymour, um, Teddy Bruschi. He had some really good players that were there. But other than that, what has he had since then? You know, he had Jamie Collins, he had Chandler Jones at one time, he had Reeves for a few years, Asante Samuel. But this no. You know, you if you bench him, who are you gonna bench him for? You're gonna put Bailey Zappi in the game. Who's the who's the third string quarterback? Who's really gonna help? Who's gonna help them get some wins right now? I know quarterback. I don't. I don't see that happening. You you know it's crazy. The fact that we got digging the archives for all the good moves Belichick made on the free agency. Like, y'all bringing up Reaver, Asante Samuel. Y'all bringing up Chandler Jones. Y'all bringing up uh, 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 Randy Moss. Man, I'm like, dang. You went back to the ancient days. You know I was still a champion back then. Right. I wasn't even a champion Like, but, I mean, I got, I'm a, we all in agreement. Benjamin Mac Jones ain't the answer to your problems. So, Patriots fans, stop crying about Mac Jones. And learn about real football before you make comments. Because obviously y'all been winning. Y'all don't know about football like that for real. That's what it seemed like. I think because you had Brady, y'all was all in that mess. Man, it was, it was those were the years, man. Where are we going to? Sport bunch of bunch of sports fans. Don't even know how things work for real in the real world. But now you get a taste of the real world, it ain't your quarterback guy, it's your team. And talk to your GM like your man David said. Oh yes, Stephon Gilmore. They did have Stephon Gilmore too. They just went and traded for J.C. Jackson from the from the Chargers. No, no. Defensively, he does a great, he does a good job defensively. We know yeah, that. Yeah, but offense has always been the issue. He ain't get yeah. ain't nothing else. The, the like you said, the best thing, the last best thing he did was, I guess, when they went and traded for A.B. But that didn't last only a couple of weeks. Cause Tom Brady back with him, man. He said, man, he's gonna stay at my house. Exactly. Uh, was was that Tom? All right, no, no, we're not going to do that. Go ahead, go ahead, Tom. Let me sit next up, Jay. <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, we're all in the grants. Like, benching Bailey is not your issues. You have larger issues right now. I do know right now Tom Brady's sitting in the crib. So I'm saying, I told y'all. I told y'all. Six rings. Six rings. Now let's talk about some more rings because <laughs> it sounds like this has a good ring to it. You know, we – Right down the road, you know, they call them blue collar workers. You know, the people that go to work every day, they work in the factories. You know what I mean? Like they, that hustle and bustle. They know what sweat and manual labor is. And even though they are not supposed to be number one in the AFC North right now, someone will tell me in the comments, like, get out of here with all that because we deserve it. I told you we was going to be the best. Kenny Smallhands is doing, is doing big things. You got to talk about the Steelers, man. We got to react to them being number one in the AFC North right now. They're shutting a lot of people up. So I'm going to start this one off. After defeating the Baltimore Ravens 17-10 on Sunday, the Steelers head into the bye week, 3-2, number one in their division. Who would have thunk it? Not the dummies. Not the who days. Not the Cleveland Browns. They know didn't think that. The Steel Curtain came through. And Kenny, Kenny, I'm gonna say Kenny big plays because him and Pickens found a way to win a game, put their construction boots on. They out there, Carhartt, all of it. You can name everything. <laughs> they did their thing out there. But for me, I, I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised. Only because I thought at this point in time it would be the Ravens and the Bengals going back and forth to see who was actually gonna take stake in this division with the Steelers still jabbing here and there. Of course, it is week five, but you still see how this this that injury with the Bengals is shaking up. But also, Lamar has his weapons now, and it's still looking like they can't catch the ball. 
Man, with Kenny Pickett, the real question was the quarterback. But one thing I do need to say is we always talk about the quarterbacks. We talk about the players on the field. We just finished talking about one of the greatest coaches in the NFL. But we need to start putting Mike T up there. We need to put some respect on this man's name. Because yet, this roster was not as talented, but yet he's still doing magical things. Never had a losing season. Regardless of what you think a losing season is, he still came out and found a way to win more than eight games. So for me, yes, I'm shocked. And Vaughn, I was wrong. Dave? I wouldn't say I'm shocked, honestly. Um, their defense is always it was is 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 good to to help them win games, and along with a few plays that had been have been made with Kenny Pickett and uh, and George and George Pickens, they were able to win that game. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely think George Pickens needs to be fed some more. Um, whatever needs to happen, whatever Matt Canada is drawing up in that offense, he needs to make sure that. George Pickens is being getting at least 10, 15 targets a game. I'm not sure exactly what, what it is, but that's what needs to happen. Um, but they do need to do something to show up that offensive line to help um to help Kenny Pickett and to help Najee Harris, because Najee Harris has hasn't been really been playing to um what I was I was expecting him to play this season so far. Um and they do have uh they do have their second best receiver, Deontay Johnson. Or well, second you could say second best or best receiver, Deontay Johnson out right now. So that's also something that's kind of hurting them. I think um their tight end was out in that game as well. So he had limited weapons in the game and they still pulled it out. So and this is a rivalry, this is a rivalry game. So that, that game can always go either way, no matter what the what the team's record are, no matter who's on the roster, it's gonna go either way. So uh, I figured it was going to be a tough battle. I picked the Ravens to win, but I'm I'm, I'm not too shocked that they are. I, I expected the Ravens to be number one right now. I'm not going to lie about that, but I'm not too shocked that the Steelers are right there. All right. So, yeah. So, okay. So, look, let me start here by saying this, that now it's still early. All right. I still think the Ravens going to pull away with this division. I don't think the Steelers are going to compete for the number one spot. When this in the season and it comes, but look, kudos to the Steelers. One thing about the Steelers, man, you look at everything they've been, they, they the high season's been so far. Like Javon said, they lost Deontay Johnson first game of the season. They got blown out by the 49ers. Then they turn around and play an ugly game against the against the Cleveland Browns. They pull that game out, and then they go out and play the Texans and lose to the Texans. And after all that, they number one in the division. <laughs> like how is that even possible? The Ravens. So disappointed in the Ravens. I mean, Carl's right. Drop passes. Mark Andrews dropped the touchdown. Zay Flower dropped two wide-open passes. I think Bateman dropped the wide-open touchdown pass. They were just dropping balls. That's on them. You can say pause all you want. That's on the Ravens. They were just dropping balls all day. All day. That's what they, that's what they were doing. Uh, and then Lamar, yeah, Lamar, is, you could say it wasn't Lamar's fault. But Lamar had a chance at the end of the game twice. Twice. First of all, your defense made a play, and you get the ball in your own ter- and you get the ball basically in the in the red zone, and you get uh, four cracks at it to score three cracks, as I say, and then you throw a bad fade pass to OBJ. And this is the press conference. My man Lamar said it, it's just like like we, we we didn't click or connect, whatever. Nah, bro, that was a bad pass. You threw it in the inside. That was a fade. Put it on the outside. You threw it on the inside, and it turned to an interception. And then he turned around the next drive. Granted, the the the, the tackle, the um the, the right tackle was, was terrible. Was terrible. I mean, he he did a terrible job um uh a uh, uh, blocking and then strip fumble. But Lamar Jackson, your parking awareness gotta be better. Same thing we talk about Sam Howell all the time. Parking awareness gotta be better. Lamar Jackson, parking awareness sometimes be throwing me off. Right? That's still defense, right? But no, I, I got you. It's for the same. You're right. So yeah. So. Lamar Jackson got to do better. He fumbled twice, two turnovers back to back on two drives. That hey, he really caused him the game. He really caused him the game. But will they bounce back? Yes. I mean, the Ravens going to win this division. I'm not even worried about that. Uh, the Steelers are up right now, but I mean, I, I, I don't have faith in the Steelers. The Steelers are are, are, are disappointed. Let me say that. The defense pretty okay, but the defense they show signs of 
dominance, but they began ran up too. The defense doesn't look as sharp as I thought it would. I know Vaughn said they're gonna be a number one defense in the NFL. I don't see it. I do see TJ Watt being the being the best defensive player. I see that. But I don't see the team collectively playing great defensively in an offense. Do you want me to give you start with the offense? Third worst offense in the NFL. Third worst. We're talking about yardage and points per game. The only two teams that score less points than the Steelers right now are the trash. Sorry, man. Are Mac Mac and Cheese and the Patriots and Danny Dimes and the, and the Giants. I mean, two teams you don't want to put yourself with right now. Two Danny teams. Nichols. Danny Nichols. What do you want to call him? Those Daniel are Jones. Two. He don't get no nickname. <laughs> no, no, no Nichols on nickname. <laughs> the, the only two teams that the Steelers are better than offensively right now. So, I'm disappointed. Yes, they're missing Deontay Johnson. Who else? I mean, almost everybody's hurting in the NFL right now. I mean, people are missing players like crazy. You got the Cowboys missing Trayvon Diggs. You see them crying about Trayvon Diggs? No. They got they're missing heart, too. They still got to show up and perform at the end of the day. So Mike Tomlin is doing his thing, though. One thing the Steelers are doing when the game is close, they're finishing their games. Something the Ravens are not doing. It's the second game I've seen this year. No matter who the opponent is, the Ravens fumbled literally the ball, the bag at the end of the game, the Colts game, and the Ravens and the Steelers game. Lamar, you got to do better, but I think they'll bounce back. Yeah. I think the only thing, only thing I disagree with is the Trayvon Diggs thing. They are definitely not happy that he's gone because it showed. It showed. You don't really hear Tomo saying, "Man, we ain't got Diggs." He's like, "Man, we got, we got to do better." That's we ain't got no heart. <laughs> Forget that. We ain't got no heart right now. But I got Micah. We ain't got no heart right now. <laughs> Look. Mike Tom, this is one of those moments where you need Mike Tomlin because Mike Tomlin reminds me of like, of, reminds me of this battle rapper, right? Every year he show up and he be like, "Once again, I'm here," in another coach's state, on yeah. another coach's field, in awesome. another coach's face. Okay. And they just that's make something happen, man. Yeah. They I think make he gets his credit though. I think that's the only thing. I think he gets his credit. People know that he's one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, so real I, quick, Javon, comment. Sorry, Dave. Joe, stop it. Dallas took demons. Did I say y'all? I say nothing about the impact it made, right? I said, y'all ain't crying about it. Y'all ain't saying, oh, we missed Trayvon Diggs. Oh my gosh. Man, get over it, man, and get to work. You still got Michael Parsons. You still got George Pickens, who you said is going to be one of the best receivers in the league. You still got Kenny Pickett, supposed to take a huge leap. And you still got Najee Harris, who you have been babbling about all offseason about. Now, I know you ain't got an offensive line, but you knew that going into the season. You still talk. So we don't want to hear no excuses from nobody. Unless you're missing your quarterback, then I understand. But if your quarterback is there, you better win these games. But when you are winning these games, you you lead the division, so I guess. I told y'all, look, if y'all haven't been keeping up with the show, man, make sure y'all go back and check out some episodes. Microphone Dave. You got some competition with Headphone Joe, man. I'm telling you, man. He is up. He is turned today. Shout out to my nah, first, re- I see you. Re- remember, microphone, microphone Dave used to be chill. No, voice memo Dave. Man, that's, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> you right. You right. I stand corrected in that. You know what? I got to put a little bit of R-E-S-P-E-C. My man, hold on. R-E-S-P-E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> Just they like spelling things out, man. We got to put a little respect on their name. These Eagles 5 and 0. For the second year in a row, they're doing it again, man. Cooper Cup's return wasn't enough to take down the uh, flying high Eagles. They beat them 23 to 14 to come out on top, 5 and 0. Dave, what's your reaction to the Eagles with the back to back undefeated season openers? Um, I, I mean, this was expected, right? I, I think they were expected to go 5 and 0. Um, based on the team that they have and based on the schedule. This is not me saying that the schedule is weak, but this just based on who they played so far this year, I don't think that anyone had them losing any of those games, honestly. Um, even though I'll, some picks may have been made differently, but overall, the Eagles were expected to win all five games. Um, they still have a really, a really good defense. Um, of course, we know that their passing coverage has been questionable, but They've been able to do whatever they need to do to be able to win games. Um, 
Now I think the the schedule is going to start turning up because they play the Dolphins in two weeks. Um, even though the Dolphins rookie running back Devon A. Change just got put on IR, he's going to be out for at least until like week eleven. So we'll see what happens with that. But I mean, Jalen Hurst has been he's had back to back three hundred yard games. Um, AJ Brown has had some really good games uh, as of late. Devontae Smith still makes catches that need to be made. Jalen uh, uh, Jalen Carter is doing whatever he needs to do on defense as a rookie. No, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. I think the only surprise is how well DeAndre Swift has been running the ball. I think that's the only thing that's been a surprise to me. I didn't expect him to be that explosive, um, but I'm I'm not surprised that they're five now. So for me, you know, I'm, I looked at some numbers, right? And I, I know I put the title as, you know, RSP, you know, because they like to spell everything out. It's vocabulary season up there. I know Sesame Street up there in Pennsylvania. So, you know, the letters is their thing. But I went back and looked at their record last year, right? Because they started off undefeated again last year. So I was like, hmm, they were averaging. They had just about 2,000, about 2,100 passing yards. You know, they had about 122 first downs, 17 touchdowns. Then just go to this year. They got 13 touchdowns, 119 <laughs> first downs, and about 2,100 yards again on offense. I'm starting to say, like, look, with the slow starts and the questionable sideline moments, you know, the defense slash offensive line turning into the incredible Hawkins, it ain't do me like that. Oh, right, I'm good. The defensive line and offensive line having the uh, incredible Hawk moments. But the passing game also being iffy, but that run game still being there. I know they say it's early, but most teams going through half of the stuff that Philadelphia went to will either be three and two or worst case four and one. Yet they still find ways to win. So as much as we want to question, can the Eagles do this or will is this this slow start? I'm starting to think this is just their identity. We're gonna play scrappy and we're gonna win games. So for them to start at five and zero. Oh, Looks just like last year. And again, it's this year. They're repeating, they're basically repeating success. So I'm not really shocked. Joe? All right. Yes, sir. So five and oh, two years in a row. Good job, Eagles. All right. I mean, they did a job. They won the games. They were favored, in, I guess. You know, a lot of people didn't have them winning all the games. But, you know, like, I'm really curious to see the Eagles against another good team. You know, another really good one. Now, I want to see them against the Dolphins in two weeks. That's going to be a big test right there. You know, I definitely want to see how they respond to the 49ers after when they did the Dallas. I definitely want to see that. But that's not towards more towards the end of the season. When do y'all play, Dave? That's week 13. They did y'all dirty, John Law. They did y'all dirty. They put y'all there early. That's about the Eagles, man. Troy, Troy Vincent in the evening. Troy Vincent. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but they're a good team at the end of the day. You know, it's something we all knew. We all knew they still had a, the best roster in the NFL. I honestly think the first three weeks they were winning off the strength of their roster. Like, they just teams were just better than the other team they played. You know, they played the Patriots. I mean, they literally had a nail biter against the Patriots. Think about that. And we, mm. we just had, we just talked about the Patriots. Like, like, come on, third worst offense in the NFL. I mean, sorry, uh, second worst because the NFL is still is third. But, you know, like, they struggle against the Patriots, but their roster alone is just good enough, and they won. Like, and then, like, the Vikings, I, I see the Vikings the same way. Like, it's just that they had they, they were they were living off their talent, but now they're starting to settle down and starting to be more, be more, uh, what's one I'm looking for? Um, Consistent. Consistent, being being more, you're not you're not wasting time, wasting efficient, being yeah, way yeah. more efficient. All right, okay. so Jalen Hurts back to back 300 passing games. You know, I think he been questioned about his arm. Now his completion percentage, he still has a thrown for over 70 percent. Only one time when he only threw 23 passes, but everything like 65, which is still okay. You know, he is throwing turning the ball over a lot more than he did last year. That's surprising right there. So. That stuff ain't gonna ain't gonna slide against a great team. So, but when they play us, it was a high score game and he has zero turnovers. So they they're they're looking good right now. But I think they haven't really truly been they've been testing with us. I think that's part of the only test. But outside of that, 
they haven't really been tested for real. Um, Matthew Stafford overthrowing people. Like, oh, my gosh, man. Uh, Baker Mayfield, look at that. Like, you know what I mean, right? So, but kudos to them, 5-0. Kudos to them. Who would have yeah. thought out of all them names, Sam Howell would have been the best quarterback they played up against? <laughs> Mike Jones didn't have a bad game. I think he had a pretty – he had a pretty – They played yeah, him close, too. One better than Sam Howell, though. I, I didn't say it was better. See, Mac Jones had two times to put the game up. Sam Howell had two times to, to get it overtime, and he did it. Both times. But he didn't do it in overtime, though. Come on, referee, that's a catch. <laughs> It's all good. Troy Vincent, man. You know what time it is. <laughs> Speaking of y'all knowing what time day, you got something you want to add to that or you good? Nope, good. All right, man. I'm glad you said that because we got to pay some bills anyway, man. Y'all go out. Y'all check out this commercial break. We be right back. Yeah. Actually, we're going to do a push this right into this commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> we see y'all in a minute. Yo, my name is Lambo Anlo. This is Dimitri. This is Ed Hahn. My name is Daryl Julian, and this is Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Mine can't be diffused. If you ain't thinking the same, then we playing by different rules. You can't see the vision, we living at different views. Until we complete the mission, keep getting up, never snooze. I walked a mile in my shoes, had the mind of a fool, chasing diamonds and jewels. Trust me, I was confused. Started minding my business and used my mind as a tool. Ended up finding my purpose and found the time to get to it. They told me I couldn't do it. They told me I couldn't make it. They sold it, could never break it. That's sadly mistaken. I need a piece of the pie I want it so bad I can taste it They told me like told me Keep on running toes They gon' take them Refuse to lose No doing Apply myself I felt it in No time for the doubt They counted me out I'm getting it in Yeah No time for no loss I pay for the cost I'm winning to win Yeah Refuse to lose I'm built to win Apply myself I felt it in No time for the doubt They counted me out I'm getting it in Yeah no time for no loss, I'm paying the cost, I'm ready to win, yeah, refuse. Hey, man, I see the, I seen the, my man had a little, hey, my man had a little Easter egg in the new commercial, man. You got the cartoon, <laughs> got the new logos there. Seen that. Okay, okay. Yes, Those who stuck around after that commercial break, then y'all already know what this network has to offer, you know, <laughs> we getting better and better every day. Just like sports, you got to get better and better every day. You got to work at your craft. Make sure y'all clicking that like button, though, man. It's, I see a lot of viewers, but I don't see a lot of likes. I don't like that. <laughs> that's that's going on with y'all, man. Right. Right. Now, we got to talk about something else that some people don't like. <laughs> Is he elite? Is he not elite? Because, <laughs> you know, some people drive for socks. Some people like jettles. But we got to talk about the Minnesota Miracle because they need one right now. The Vikings reportedly placed wide receiver Justin Jefferson on IR after he suffered with a hamstring injury in Sunday's loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Some people say the rest was helping him out there, but now <laughs> Jettis is out for maybe four weeks, basically like four, four weeks, maybe five weeks, you know, because the, the rehabilitation process. Joe, is the Vikings season over with Jettis' injury? Man, before Jettis' injury, it was over. All right. So, look, the Vikings. I knew they weren't going to make the playoffs this year. I think we made a prediction. I didn't pick them to make the playoffs. And y'all got to think about it. Last year, they had a negative differential in points, and they won 13 games. How? They, how? How is that even possible? How do you have a negative differential in points, and you had 13 wins and only four losses? You know why? Because 11 of your wins, you won by one possession. Mm -hmm. 11 of them. And guess what? The tables had turned. Every game they lost this year was one possession. And guess what? They, they, it ain't working out for you, big fella. You playing too close to the edge. You playing with fire. You can't do that. You got to put a little comfort to it. You got to be a little comfortable. You can't just be sweating bullets at the end of every game and think you're going to perform. Who do you think you are? Justin Herbert? Say, oh, it's playing, right? It's for AJ. <laughs> That's for AJ. <laughs> you know, shootouts every game. But anyway, so I think it's over. So I, there are a lot of talks about Kirk Cousins. Now, you already got the skill positions set. You got Jordan Addison. You got, you got Hawkinson. You got Justin Jefferson. You got that already, right? Now, 
Matt, you might need another running back. <laughs> you might need another running back because he ain't doing his job right now. Now, what the Vikings need to do, do it now. Pull the trigger. Get rid of Kirk Cousins. Just do it. You want him to walk for nothing? You want him to put what he did with the commanders? Just pull the trigger. Get some capital from him. You guys going to lose some games. We know that. Go ahead. And then when you get to that draft, address that offensive line because you got the skill players. That offensive line and that and that and that defense, then you could possibly get that number one pick and get <laughs> you know who, and you put him with Jettis and Jordan Addison. That's gonna be little and T.J. Hawkinson. Oh, uh, I would love that. So not not the NFC though, but you get what I'm saying. But that's what I would do if I was. I, I, I probably pull the trigger on Kirk Cousins because Kirk is Kirk, man. He gonna give you what she gonna give you. He's not a prime time player. Prime time player. If you don't know this. Playoffs is prime time. <laughs> you know, so if your player is not good prime time, just get rid of him and move forward. Instead of giving him these guaranteed contracts, please. All right? So that's what I would do if I were the Vikings. I would pull the trigger and get rid of Kirk Cousins. Joe, that's funny that you said that. You said <laughs> sweating bullets. <laughs> sweating bullets like a Tayrock battle. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's over. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. It's 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 <laughs> exactly. It's over. <laughs> Think about this. They got the Bears next, right? Then they got San Fran. Then they got Green Bay. Then they got the Falcons. <laughs> Some would say, like, that's not really tough. You could probably come out of that three and one, maybe, without Jettas. But they're one and four with Jettas. So how you going to do that? How you going to do that? The O-line was already taking a hit. You got the young receiver trying to make his way in the league right now. And I'm with you, Joe. If I can get somebody on the phone and I can get cousins out of there. I don't know who, but I would make the I would make the call. Like, let's see what we can do. And if you want to tank, New York. I ain't doing that. I wouldn't go that far. They already bad on prime time. They gonna switch it again. He zero and nine. Which New York? You talking about the Jets? No, no, the Jets. The Jets. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Giants. I'm like, nah, nah. Don't even do that to him. He don't want to come back to the NFC East. He don't want to do that. So yeah, I don't know who who would do it. But if I'm them, I'm making the call. Like, let Jettas. Set this, set these next four weeks out, reevaluate some things because he already was having that frustration. You could see the losing was taking a toll on him anyway. So for me, it's over, cousins. You might be six chains done, son. That's where it all started at. <laughs> so, Dave, what you think? I think he should definitely be traded. Now, what are you going to get for him? That's the question. Mm. Um, because is he worth is he worth a first round pick? Nope. I would say no. Second round pick? Maybe a late one. I don't know if he's worth an early second round pick. But do whatever you do to get something for him because you could literally lose him for nothing. And there's no guarantee that you're going to get the number one overall pick because you have some other teams that are just as bad. Um, The Bears did just win their first game of the season, but remember they were on a 14-game losing streak. Um. So this it's not as if they're about to go and win the rest of their games to go 13 and four. I don't see that happening. Um, you have the Cardinals. You know, even though Kyler Murray might be coming back, it's October now. We all know what game comes out soon. We all know that he's about to be streaming on Call of Duty. So he ain't worried about coming back to play no games. Um, and plus, there are a lot of uh, a lot a lot of executive GMs that are thinking that the Cardinals are, are tanking for Caleb Williams anyway. So there's that. And then you have, um, even though the Jets did just win, um, did just win against the uh, the Broncos. Are we are we really believing that that Zach Wilson is going to be the answer? Now I'm not saying that he has played terrible this year. He's had the last two games, he actually played pretty well. You know, he played better than what we what we're used to seeing from Zach Wilson. And you still have Aaron Rodgers for another season. So if I'm the Jets, I'm not making that move because I literally just traded for Aaron Rodgers. And I know he's coming back next season. So I'm not making that move if I'm the Jets right now. Um like even though you say he might not want to go back to NFC East, the Giants not looking too good right now either. So there are, there are a few teams that are going to be right at the bottom that need to be looking at a quarterback. And if they're not going to be able to draft one, because I think Caleb, you still got Drake May who's out there who, who's going to be coming out the draft as well. So you have at least those two, those are the top two quarterbacks coming out. Um, 
And more likely, Shadur Sanders is um, from what Dion said. He's not coming out this season. I think he's going to come out next season. Queen um, yours. Um, Queen That's your favorite quarterback, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you got, got talent. Talent from the Turks. You get a ton- another tongue, tongue of a lower in the league. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you, it's it's not that big of a quarterback talent coming out the draft. So you got to do whatever you can. Um, and maybe, I, I I literally just thought about this. I'm not sure if they would do this, but maybe the Titans would trade for him. Maybe. I mean, I know Ryan Tannehill is not trash, but maybe you make that trade for him. I don't know. Hey, look, Matthew Stafford, right? Now, we all know Kirk Cousins is not as good as Matthew Stafford, but Matthew Stafford is not mountains ahead of Kirk Cousins, right? Matthew Stafford trade, he got traded for Jared Goff and three draft picks, two first-round picks and a third – and uh, two first-round picks and a third-round pick. So y'all telling me Kirk Cousins ain't go for at least one first-rounder? Kirk Cousins? I'm saying I wouldn't do it. I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. I just wouldn't do it. As a, I'm the GM. I'm not trading the first round pick for Kirk Cousins. I'm not. And then Trey Lance went for what? What did Trey Lance go for? He went for a fourth round pick. He went for a fourth round pick? Oh, Trey Lance? The guy who didn't ever play a bad football game? The guy who played with 49ers and got bitched by Brock Purdy? last guy on the drive? My old soldier boy pressure. I but, know, I do. <laughs> I know. He played the game though. That, yeah, he did. That dude went for a fourth round pick, and Kirk Cousins can't go for a one at least. I think he could. I'm. I, I think he goes. Is, I think he goes for a second. I don't think he you goes know, for the first. They, hey, that's tough. That's tough. See, the, I think the difference is with Matt Stafford. We knew that the Lions organization was terrible. That's why. That when we we figured that Matt Stafford was good because look at what he we saw the numbers he was, we saw what he did when he had a healthy Megatron. So what he do? When I'm when I'm I'm talking about just his stats. I'm not talking about him winning games. Though. I'm not you want to look at Kirk Cousins' stats? I can put him. I was about to say. I was about to say. <laughs> I know. I know that you might go for like two firsts if you're talking stats. I'm just saying. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is not looked at the same as Matt Stafford. That's all I'm saying. Because he's not talented. That's why. But Matthew Stafford led the league in the sessions before, and Matthew Stafford hasn't done nothing until he got to the Rams. That's true. I mean, he's he got a Kirk Cousins like career. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, uh, Carl, but that's true. Nah, with the Lions, yeah. I, you can see the comparison. Uh, hey, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you today. I wouldn't give up a first one. But I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna do that, Tom. That's like the same quarterback. Well, that got a no trade clause, so I don't. <laughs> All my, all my teams keep giving these giving these players these no trade clauses. <laughs> Look what we did with Bill. My team yeah. don't know what that is. Hey, your team like Kirk Cousins. You know Kyle Shanahan love Kirk Cousins. But he ain't doing that. He, he ain't got that now. If Brock Brody won Brock Brody, Kyle Shanahan on that phone right now. Of course he would. What's that, what's that mean? <laughs> he's going to be on that phone getting Kirk Cousins right now. Of course he would. And I would have I I would, hung up the phone for him. I'm like, click. Nope. But Kirk will be good with y'all, though. Nah, I'm good. Primetime Kirk? Nope. I'm good. With that defense, though, I don't know, Dave. I don't then, know. In the, in the offensive scheme, man, I think Kirk will be good with y'all. The oh. Falcons. Okay. Falcons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. With Drake Falcons. London, Kyle Pitts. Um, yeah, I, I can see that with B. Sean. Kyle Pitts would be that's happy. That's actually a good one. That's a good one. Ty. That's a good that's one. That's a good one. I like that one. Wow. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Seattle. Let me stop, Gino. Nah, they got Gino. Nah, they Gino balling. They just gave Gino a contract. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he balling. I wonder. But that's, um, that's the only team I can think of right now, unless the Bears really whole, just don't like Justin Fields. You can look at the whole NFC South. Uh, besides uh, Bryce Young, he's the only one that just got drafted number one overall. So other than that, you got you look at everyone in the NFC South. Yeah, they just yes, the Saints just went and got Derek Carr, but you could do a swap. That might work. A swap yeah. might work. You could do a swap. For then you got cousins and Carr. Why would the Vikings go get contract? I'm sorry. Contract-wise. <laughs> nah, that, Joe, what, if you think about it, wouldn't that be the same thing that the uh, that the Rams did for getting Matt Stafford? Traded for, their quarterback and got, pick, and got first-round picks? No. Nah, Matthew Stafford is better than Jerry Goff. I'm sorry. He is. He is. Matthew Stafford was an upgrade. When they got Matthew Stafford, I made a prediction before the season started and said they going to the Super Bowl. They don't you, don't think, and you, don't think Cousins, you don't think Kirk Cousins is an upgrade from Derek Carr? 
Yeah, but not that big. Of, well, no, I'm not. I'm talking about why were the Vikings settle for Derek Carr? That's what I'm saying. They it would have it's to be solely for yeah for picks and the contract. They're like, look, he ain't gonna be here but, too long, and we got picks. I think Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford and Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins, the gap is way closer with Kirk and Derek Carr. That that I agree with. Especially that at the I time agree. Jared Goff's career was like he was like the man made it to the Super Bowl and he threw like how many touchdowns? Like he like he wasn't really balling for real. That was Todd Gurley. Yeah. Also, I think you're looking at it from a standpoint of like talent wise. If you just look at it from a rebuild wise. He would fit like with the Patriots, but they're not giving him. They he, he Kirk Cousins oh, owed yeah. a lot of money. Tom Brady and Billy Belichick is not paying for no quarterback. <laughs> nah. Yeah, he's not. Why you think Mac still did? Mac and Zap. Why you think they still did? <laughs> if that was I, the case, I, I wonder how. I wonder how it works if you trade right now. I don't know how the salary cap works because he already on the contract. He's playing with the Vikings. This this is yeah. last year. So if he get traded, do the, the Patriots pick up the rest of the salary? Yep. Unless they work it out in the trade, that's on them. Yeah, yeah, that's on them. Okay. But would the Vikings be willing to do that? I mean, it's happened before, so I, I can see that. But Vikings get uh, picks for no Kirk Cousins, though. Yeah, not about but, <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Falcons is the best option out here. Hey, well, look at the Vikings giving us two, giving us two segments in one. We talk about where Kirk Cousins could go and everything. So, so basically, we know it's over. It's over. <laughs> we start talking about a new home. Jettas, my bad, bro. Sometimes it happens to the best receivers, man. Look, go call up Randy. Go call up Calvin. Like, it happens. Bro. Call, call, Chris, call up Chris Carter, too. There you go. Like, it happens, man. I know, man. Call up Amari, you know. Hey, the list speaking can go of, on and on. Speaking of Amari. Call a T.O. Look, come on, man. Laugh now. Cry later. <laughs> you know we got to talk about it. Yes. You know we got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't watch the members only, become a member so you can go back and see the explicit version of what I'm about to say. Dave, I'm starting with you, but I got to let the people know what we're talking about. All right. If you don't know, we're not talking about Drake album. We're talking about. Michael Parsons and this podcast that he wants to do because he's he had he had a moment where he talked about George Kittle went lifting up the jersey showing the F Dallas t-shirts to all the fans and they was going crazy and he was like look man laugh now cry later if we see them again just trust me just trust they know we know what's up he said you want to make it personal we can make it personal laugh now cry later and then you know of course the media (laughs) next day they ran the media ran with it first. Then the next day, somebody had an interview with Debo. Talk about perfect timing. Cause I said on the members only, the 49ers don't get no airtime. Fred Warner doing interviews, Debo doing interviews, and somebody brought it up. And Debo said, Oh, it was already personal. 42 to 10. I don't think you want to see us again. I was like, man, you sound like Dr. Seuss. He said, I don't even know what you trust in. Laugh now, cry later. I don't think you want to see us again, man. That's three times. They don't already put the <laughs> smack down on them cowboys. And y'all here talking about laugh now and cry later. So, Dave, that's your boy. Joe set me up and put me next to him in the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me what you thought when you heard Debo say that. Hey, Joe, what we say all the time. The only way we know it's real is that if it happens in what? Threes. <laughs> Has it happened in threes? And what happened? Three years in a row. We've handed the Cowboys a L. Now, the only thing is this season is not a playoff game, but it was a playoff atmosphere. You can pretty much kind of say that. Um, but I'll say this, though. I I, I kind of get what Micah is saying, but at the end of the day, this is the 49ers versus Dallas Cowboys. This is a known rivalry history, rival history. Now, I can, I can understand that someone says it's not a rivalry now because – it had to been a win between both teams. So I get that. But at the end of the day, it's always been disrespect. It's always been a rivalry. It's always been personal when it comes to these two teams. When it comes to the fans, when it comes to the coaches, the players, it doesn't matter. The organization, they don't like each other. It's always been like that. There may there may be mutual respect, but this is what football is. This is what happened. This is the same thing it is with the Ravens and Steelers. It ain't no different. 
Same mm. thing it is with the Packers and the Bears. It's no different. The only thing is now players are actually starting to talk about it a lot more. They actually they have more more ways to really to, to say how they feel. They're not just talking to the media. They have their own platforms to where they can talk about the stuff. And what is George Kittle? Come on, man. The, now it sounds like you crying right now, Micah. I don't think you need to be crying right now. You cried enough on Sunday when y'all lost forty-two to ten, with the worst loss that we that you've gotten handed in in the rivalry's history. So I think you did enough crying on that day. Just stop talking and go do what you're supposed to do. You keep saying you said that your team was going to be the two thousand Ravens. Was it don't look like that right now? You said, well, not you, but people are comparing you to Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor even came to a game to watch you play, and you didn't do nothing in that game. (laughs) So, Micah, just be quiet. Go to the gym. Go do what you need to do. Go watch some film. And relax yourself. Go. I think the tears should be gone by now. Just, you know, just, just wipe it out. You know, wipe it out, fan it. You know, get you, you know, get, get you some water, you know, drink, drink it real quick. And you'll be all right. Just start crying, man. Debo, keep doing your thing, man. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I said it on the members only, man. I'm tired of them talking. They talking too much, but they're not showing up when it's time to show up. But in this moment, Micah did the right thing. He did the right thing. Cause at least somebody got to stand up. Somebody got to show they had a backbone. I mean, you did get, you got, you got punished, flat out. You got punished. But I'd rather him say what he said than saying, "I mean, yeah, they beat us, and like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm upset." Cause that's how they played. They kind of sunk in their seat on Sunday night. I mean, of course, you know, once you get back in the house, you know, kind of like when moms slap you, and then you gotta go back, go upstairs, and you're like, "You gonna slap me in front of my friends?" Like that's what he did. He went in his room and started flipping out like that. And of course, man, you know, it's just one of them days, like, don't take it personal, you know, don't take it personal because you got to wait all the way to the playoffs. It's week five. You don't know if we gonna make the playoffs. Granted, we don't know if the 49ers gonna make the playoffs. They looking like it, but you don't know. Things happen throughout the season that shift the course of things. Like why they got to play the Eagles in week 13, you know, things like that. That just shift. And then people think they'll be the best team. We never know. So for me, when Debo said it, I said, I'm glad he's keeping that same energy across the board. It's with the Eagles. He's been saying it since the Super Bowl. He's like, we would have won if Purdy was there. Every interview, he kept saying it. Bradbury ain't this. Bradbury ain't that. Then, of course, when you talk about the team you just beat on for the third time, he answered it right. What you mean? Laugh now, cry later. I'm going to keep laughing. <laughs> I'm glad he, I'm mad he didn't chuckle. I'd start laughing like 50 cent. <laughs> like, what you talking about, bro? Y'all didn't do nothing. And the same guy that flashed the T-shirt was chip blocking you all night. Like, you ain't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So, look, man, at the end of the day. Oh, pull one of my moves. So, at the end of the day, the good thing about this rivalry is we always swap players. Y'all had Dion. <laughs> we had Dion. Y'all had Charles Haley. We had Charles Haley. Right. So the one bad thing I don't like is that we're not in the division with y'all. That's why this rivalry is so good. Like, I take that one more personal than I do with the Eagles or the or the Commanders. And we can't beat y'all, so you own us. But, Micah, stop it, bro. Lead a podcast with people like me and my fellas, man. Speaking of swapping players, I don't know what is happening. <laughs> doing the cute the shuffle. Joe, I think we was doing it at the same time. That's probably why. <laughs> All right, we playing musical chairs. But anyways, uh, so I like how you try to flip the time. I like I like how you did. All right. Now, what I will say is this: I'm glad Mike ain't scared. I mean, at least from the booth. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I mean, at, at least from the studio, you know, he ain't scared. He's still voicing his opinion. He like, we're going to get at y'all next time. He don't you care the sure Browns get mad. But I, I respect that. I just need you to back it up when the time comes. And you're right. It's a regular season. But the playoffs count, like you said. If they mollywop y'all again, then, Micah, I need you to cancel the podcast. I need you to donate it to a young individual who's a Cowboy fan versus you talking behind that. Emotional damage. So, now, Debo. 
straight dog, man. Like, I like the fact that you could tell Kyle Shanahan is egging his on. He ain't stopping D-Boy or nobody. Killer got the shirt, and he's saying, no, nah, you should not wear that. He like, no, nah, wear that. You know what? I, I got one for the whole team. Now nah, we good, Coach. Let Killer do his thing. <laughs> Let Killer do his thing. D-Boy been talking since, they been talking about the Eagles since last year. I mean, since earlier this year, I should say. He been talking. And one thing about the 49ers, dog, they beat up the Cowboys. I mean, they they left with broken arms. Somebody had a wristband, a band, bandage, on, uh, what you call it, a sling on their arm, like 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 coach something like that. They, they had a sling on their arm. One dude had crutches. One dude had a had to get a had to get his leg amputated. I mean, all this stuff happened, man. So the 49ers straight up beat them up, bro. I mean, I saw the ambulance ride on the field and carry people off. I mean, God, hey. So. All I need Micah to do is respond on the field because he was a no-show. He was a no-show. You know, like you said, Tomo, I mean, as the season progressed, I feel like you said it, Micah kind of slows down. Is it because he's too small for that position, playing that position all year? It is tiresome. It is a lot of wear and tear on your body. I don't think that's it. I don't know what it is. It's hard to stay motivated for 17 games straight. You know that, right? It's hard to do that. I mean, it, it is. Not saying he's not motivated, but God dang, it's too many ups and downs throughout the season. So you can do all that talking, Micah. I respect it if you back it up. So the spotlight, you put the y'all talking about Jerry Jones putting pressure on the Cowboys. What do you think Micah just did? Now when y'all played it for y'all y'all better. I hope y'all listen, I, I wouldn't be surprised if y'all win the last game of the season and y'all got paid for dollars. I wouldn't be surprised y'all sit everybody down. I wouldn't be surprised y'all give up the division just so y'all won't pay the point dollars. Oh, you think they won't? <laughs> you think they won't? <laughs> They'll let y'all have that game. They be like, go ahead, y'all got it. They be like, you know what? If you win the division, who you play first round? Oh, uh, you know what, Eagles, y'all got it. <laughs> y'all got it. <laughs> we will see them later. So that's all I gotta say, man. But my good man, back it up on the field. That's all I gotta say. Look, Joe, I don't like the fact that you said we look like the Toon Squad at halftime. Like, I don't like that, bro. <laughs> he went down the whole bench. Somebody was on the I see you and everything. <laughs> but not that's just what they've been doing. I told remember we came on here. I said, Dave, after week two, I said, Y'all on a mission. Y'all are playing each Sunday like it's the Super Bowl. Like y'all not playing no games. I heard a quote from Fred Warner, right? He said we don't focus on the win. We focus on how we're going to win. Mm. And when he said that, I was like, man, <laughs> almost wanted to that jump was... ship. Almost wanted to jump ship a little yeah. bit, bro. Like, like, right, that's, like hey, I you got to win, have, right? I actually have a suggestion for Micah. But, man. Uh-oh. I think – let me ask you this, Tomo. This, this is your team, um, and Micah's a great, great player. One of the – He's a, a great pass rusher. At times. But what do you think about him moving to middle linebacker? All right. I'm glad you asked that, Dave. Man, you asked that the wrong time. I wish we would have had this topic first. So I sat back and thought about it, right? That's technically the position he should have been at today, saying how he can rush the passer. But technically, how they want to use him. I think if Micah stays at middle linebacker or, let's say, outside linebacker, he could be fair one. Is his IQ in a passing game like that, though, like Fred Warner? You can go back to his rookie year. Go back to his rookie year. We were playing the Giants. He was at a linebacker. And the next thing you know, they did like a wheel route to the tight end. Michael was checking him like he was a – like how Fred Warner was checking Brandon Cooks. It was the same exact – That's how he was against Tampa Bay, too, also. When y'all played the Bucs on the first game of the season. Yeah, he can cover very well. That's why I think it would be – I think it would be a good change – if it happens to move him to middle I think line, that, linebacker, y'all but need another DN. The, but also, yeah, I was about to say that y'all just need a DN. Y'all That's have what I'm With the Cowboys, they were so hungry for an actual pass rusher that once they seen how he can get to the quarterback, they was like, no, 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 he needs to go here. This is where he need to go. But the reason why I, I, think, I, it also, I, 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 I think it was a league pressure too. True. I, I, I like that question, Dave, because if he's capable of being a middle linebacker. He'll be more effective versus being on the edge all the all the time. Or you know, sometimes he play in uh, front of the center and stuff like that, right? As a D tackle, mm-hmm. but he'll be way more effective with the game 
if he's a middle linebacker. When you're a middle linebacker, you affect the whole game. I mean, mm-hmm. you affect the pass, passing game. You affect the rushing game. I mean, you're you're the quarterback's worst enemy. You in a you in a safety. So, that so if he's capable of doing that, maybe that might be the move y'all got to do. But I do think I need another pass rusher that can go that that can like not be Micah, but that can put pressure on the quarterback. I think with that, I think if he does go back to middle linebacker. Well, he might have to, because like you said, it was a joke that you were saying about people leaving out on ambulances and crutches. But with then at linebacker, we got rid of y'all. Got out. Uh, what is his name? Jabril uh, Cox. Y'all signed him to y'all practice squad. Yeah, you saw that. <laughs> yeah, Damone Clark is our only linebacker right now. LVE was the backup. Other than that, we got safeties playing linebacker. So That's he might he, he might have to go back. That's how we are too. Or y'all can trade Dre Greenlaw. Like what y'all want to do? Nope. Nah. Nope. Green, Greenlaw. I, nope. He put like Greenlaw nope. in the hospital. Nope. I know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he body slammed Tony Pollard. I said it's over. I said y'all don't want to fight. It's over. And last thing I want to say is this, Micah. Every game is personal. Every Facts. single game. Every is personal. single game. Every Facts. single game. That's always gonna be personal. Doesn't matter. Facts. Doesn't matter if you cool with them or not. It's like it's. Yeah. See, yeah, that's my Micah. That's Micah right there. That's Micah taking you. As he's trying to pull your cord, that's what it is. But they, just like you said, it ain't real until it happened three times in a row. <laughs> he's right. Well, that can turn over machine and Jalen Hurst ain't the best quarterback, top five quarterback. Cause it ain't in three, y'all. It ain't in three. <laughs> let's, let's get our last words on one, man, before they kill us in the chat. All right, man, I'll go first. Like the Bing, I'm so excited about the Kings this year. I got a chance. I, mean, I got a feeling. I mean, we got a chance to break the points per game record, 126 per game. You got a chance to break that. We averaged 120 last year, new brand new offense. So I'm excited about this year. Commanders, man, listen, three games in a row, cool. Three, week two and three, that's fine, Danny. We got the five this week. Let's get this done. Let's refocus. Now, I will say this, y'all. I don't want this to happen. My my whole theory with the commanders was this. Ron Rivera will get into the front office and Airbnb will shout up to the to the head coaching job. I believe Ron Rivera will not be a head coach after this year. He will mm. I want him in the front office. But if we lose to the Falcons, he's getting fired. They're gonna pull the cord. It's just how it is. I don't want that to happen. But he might get fired. So, but we're not losing to the Falcons. I'm not guaranteed to win, but I don't think we're going to lose to the Falcons. So, shout out to the Commanders. Left hand up. Yes, it is. Still up. Like the B! I mean, we lost to the Falcons last season. So, just me. It ain't happening happening this week. (laughs) Any given Sunday. But, um, you're right. I, 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 I talked to Joe about this the other day on the phone. And I'm... I'm more than likely going to do this now. Um, so y'all know my segment, Dave's Doghouse. I'm actually now going to start doing it separate outside of the show. Okay. And it will be two doghouses. Because you know one has always been negative, but now I got to start giving some praise for those dogs. So that's okay. what's going to So look out. <laughs> Look out for the new version of Dave's Doghouse. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I like how that sound. That's good. <laughs> okay, okay. I like that, man. That was, that was <laughs> Sprinkle right there. I like That's that. my man's in them, like, D- like DMX said. But uh, for me, the Wizards is playing right now in their preseason, man. They looking good, man. They up 78 to 46. I ain't never heard that about the, well, the team they playing it and the NBA team, but I ain't never seen the Wizards blow somebody out like that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all lost, hey, y'all beat the, the Kings last year. Y'all blew us out. Yeah, and then they got Bradley Bill out of here. You see, you see what happens? But we blew y'all out, then y'all came back and showed us what a 2 3 zone looks like. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my my last words is more so man again man the network is growing like you clearly see we got announcements almost every day our anniversary is coming up what a difference a year makes literally nice. so look man i'm glad to just be on this journey uh i'll have no words about the cowboys until they play well so remember how worm used to come on here last year that's me from now on <laughs> until y'all do something i ain't got nothing for you i'm gonna defend you 
a little bit, <laughs> the best I can. But you're not giving me much real estate. You see this desert back here. That's how I feel like when I got to defend y'all. It's like picking up a hot sand. Hot. <laughs> but that's it, man. Also, we got some brewing, guys. We got, like, they got something brewing. And outside of that, we got something brewing. We got multiple things brewing outside of what they told y'all. Okay, Tomo? <laughs> All right. So, like Tomo said, this thing is growing. We have five Yo, shows today. The show is growing. The show is growing. You got a little excited. I said the show. You know, he said this thing is growing. Oh, my bad. The network. <laughs> Y'all wilding. And he said excited too. But anyways, the network is growing. And we have five shows today. I mean, this, this, this felt like this is on TV. That's what it felt like, you know. So I'm excited about the journey. I'm blessed to have these guys rolling with me, you know. Like they like Tom was saying, our three and a three, you know, Dynamic trio and the version is coming up. Tommy, you got the cry. Three musketeers, man. It's coming up. You know, we're gonna do something special for that, but like they said, we need our thought while before we get there. All right. We're on the way. We on the way. Just click that button. Let's get it. Make sure y'all come back for that uh members only video, man. We got Steelers Ravens. It's gonna be good. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. And Javon, I know Javon mad because I, I kind of want to steal this. I know he's mad right now. So. Yeah, you you kind of riled him up a little bit, okay. man. Like, hey, Carl, I hope he was watching. <laughs> he did. He went, he went to the NFL chat uh, right after. Oh, he did? Okay. Right, okay. Let's end this then. That's all we got for y'all today. And we'll see y'all next episode. Peace. Thank you for staying to the end. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe, and also hit that notification button so you can be notified next time we put out a video. If you're listening on any podcast platform, subscribe and hit that notification button, y'all, so you can be notified we put out another podcast audio. And last but not least, hit that share button, no matter what you're listening to or, or watching it, hit that share button and send it to somebody that you know that would love to watch this episode you just listened to. So once again, thank you for staying to the end, and we'll see y'all the next episode.